0: Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles, ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in how are we doing everyone today we are going to talk about habits because our habits are so important because they just become very automatic and we just don't even consider the long-term effects of them and often you you may have very good habits but often our habits can be very bad and that is because our brain is designed to seek pleasure and avoid pain and in this world we live in now there's so many false pleasures so by false pleasures what I mean is if you think of alcohol, sugar, you know, all those things that are really enhanced. So our brain really wants them as opposed to like the natural pleasures of fruits and foraging and things like that. And our brain isn't, wasn't really designed for the types of pleasures we've got now in the world. And what happens is it just sort of exaggerates everything and it creates really quite sort of bad destructive habits and what i've noticed is with habits is we don't really address those bad habits until it's too late so maybe you know maybe your diet's not that good and we see a lot of cops where the diet's bad and then we uh, try to address that lose some weight get on the exercise train and then after well. After about a month, two months, suddenly we've fallen off it again. We're working long hours, sort of eating the junk food, eating the crap, and then and having sort of then needing the caffeine to get us through the day. And it's not until suddenly, you know, you get told actually you need to change this because something's gone wrong. Maybe you know, maybe your, your blood sugars are high, and di- you know you're being close to being diagnosed as diabetic, and things like that. And I always think it's such a shame that we wait until that t- time. And our habits could be, I've, I've just said like overeating, but you think what else, You know, what other habits you may have, procrastinating. If you keep procrastinating, what can that cost you? If you keep putting work off and then that work piles up and then suddenly you might get in trouble or you feel it increases your anxiety because of all the work you've got and then you're off sick. And you, it's really worth looking at the habits what you do on your day-to-day and seeing what effect that is going to have on you. And what I want to show you is you don't have to wait until something bad has happened. So you have to wait until suddenly all the work has piled up or suddenly you've put on lots of weight or you're over-drinking and you're feeling really muzzy and, you know, you need that drink to de-stress. You don't have to wait for all of that. You can catch it before. And really it's a very simple way of doing it is just looking at just take one behaviour you don't have to look at them all just take one behaviour that you do that you really deep down know this really isn't very good for me and just think just project forward and think if you keep doing that for one year three years five years ten years fifteen years twenty years if you keep doing it what effect is that going to have on you? where are you going to be? And, you know, you may procrastinate or you may even habits like worrying what other people think. You don't think of that as a habit, but I see that, you know, that it becomes a habit, something we do. If we keep doing that, what is that going to cost us in the long term? And actually project forward. Now, th- when you do this, it might seem quite sort of fearful and like a bit dismal, but you want to use that to change now. Because the problem is, this sort of primitive part of our brain doesn't project forward it's only thinking of the here and now so it wants the crap food it wants the you know the scrolling on social media and spending hours on youtube it wants all of that in the moment because it's that part of the brain just wants instant pleasure but we've got this other part of the brain that sort of sits over the top this prefrontal cortex which which is able to plan and think ahead and when you do this exercise, when you go forward thinking, well, if I did this habit every day now for years, what effect is that gonna have? That is engaging that other part of the brain. And that's the bit that's gonna really benefit you. That's gonna be the part of the brain that we wanna use. And we can use that to manage the part of the brain that wants all the instant fixes, wants all the instant pleasures, and is creating these sort of bad habits. So just pick something, whatever it is. So so if you sort of think on the flip side, like with the good ones, you think if you think, well, if I went to the gym, if I went to the gym or did some exercise, even if I did 10 squats every day, what would that be like in five years? You think, well, actually that would probably lead me to want to do more exercise and be even healthier. That's a good habit. But if you're eating, say your sugar intake's quite high every time you're dealing with anything stressful you go into the fridge and you're eating and you're telling yourself well it's all right it's a treat it's okay i deserve it um i've worked really hard that is just your brain wanting you to get that that pleasure that's all it does it sort of tricks you into thinking that it's good but if you then go okay if i did that now all the time if i kept eating and kept eating kept going to the chocolate fridge and eating this chocolate every day what, what is that going to be like in a year's time, five years' time, ten years' time? And then see if you like the result. And it's when we see the effects of those habits, see the whole picture, it's like zooming out. Then we can see the effect of it and decide whether we want to change it. And just seeing the effect it's going to have on us will make that change. Because, you, because what happens is we're very zoomed in. If you think of like... A camera zooming right in and just in that moment when you want that chocolate when you want that croissant or whatever it is and you're eating it all you care about is that very moment but then when you zoom back out you can see well actually that's gonna have a negative effect now and when you do this what you realize is you're not telling yourself that you've got to give it all up you, know, you might zoom out and go well actually if I had some chocolate but I add one bar a week that's really not going to do me any harm in the long term when you project forward but having it every day and having one or two a day plus a can of coke um, then loads of caffeine when you project forward you might see a very very different picture so it's really just a short one today just to say do that just pick your habit what you do just pick something and then project forward and then you can decide is this something you want to change? And quite simply, if you want to change it, just then ask. Just have that picture of that future self, and then when you're going for that chocolate bar or whatever it is, or having that having that bottle of wine after work, that's really not benefiting you and putting the weight on. Just go to that future self and go, what would they tell me? What what advice they would they give me? Because that future self hasn't got a choice. They're um, like when I say I haven't got a choice, what I mean is they've obviously got a choice in the moment, but they got to put up with what your present self is doing. So if you're overeating and putting on weight, it's almost like you're giving that to your future self to deal with. So it's almost like your present self, as soon as going to be your past self, hasn't got to deal with that. And they go, I don't really care. But your future self is then going, oh, thanks for that. I've now got to deal with being overweight. And... <clears throat> lethargic and not wanting to exercise so let's go to that future self let's go to the one the version of ourselves that's going to have to deal with the consequences and ask them what we should do and i'll tell you what you'll find is you'll get a very different response and you'll get a very different motivation and it's and it is for me it's really really powerful and just try if you want to if there's a habit you want to change Rather than sort of think, right, that's it, I'm going to give it all up for a year or month, just commit to 30 days. Just commit to 30 days. Anyone can commit anything to 30 days. Just have a bit of constraint. Just do the one thing. And then what you want to do is don't deprive yourself. Then actually, if you want something, just plan it in ahead of time. People go, I don't want to plan. But honestly, if you plan ahead 24 hours in advance... You're not feeding the desire, and it's really, and we'll talk about this more in other podcasts. But it's really the desire that's the issue. The un- that's the thing that gets us eat out of control. And when you get a hold of that, you can then have this what you want, but you won't, you know, you won't be out of control. You you won't have it all the time. So, what I say is, don't deprive yourself. Just Try for 30 days, cutting out that habit, whatever you're doing. And then if you want to sort of have a chocolate bar, just go, okay, I'm gonna plan that in and I'm just gonna have one. And go to that future self and ask them what advice they'd give you. And this is how, when um, I work with people who are sort of through stress and that, they're overeating, this is what we do to actually give them back that control. And then suddenly they can have this thing, they can have the one biscuit without nailing the whole packet. But also, whenever someone brings loads of cakes in and they're thinking, oh, I'm really trying to be good, I've lost weight, they're not finding themselves just eating it and then having that regret. They're able to say no, but almost like that's okay because I can have it tomorrow if I want it. And this is really what gives you the control. You've got to first have an overview, this sort of zooming out and seeing what this habit is creating for you, and then you've got to sort of go about actually learning to feel that discomfort and that, you know, and not giving in to that urge, not giving in to that desire. And I just, like I say, just try it for 30 days. Just commit to 30 days and see how it goes. And if you want, if you listen to this and you find that you do the 30 days and then you revert back to your old way, then please get in touch. Because that's what I help people do. I help people break that cycle. Because it's just, it's just demoralising, isn't it? That like you put on, you put on um, a fuck ton of weight, and then you go work really hard, and you lose it. And then suddenly someone brings in a, some biscuits. You out have biscuits for one. You go, "Oh, just have one. It'd be a treat." And you have it, and then suddenly oh, you're suddenly having one, two, three, four, whole packet, and then you go, oh, fuck it, I may as well just have some every day. And I've had the biscuit, I may as well have the donut as well. Well, now I don't feel very good, I'm having the coffee. That's the cycle we want to stop, because it zaps so much energy away from us, and we can use all that energy to be doing other things that really uh, make us feel fulfilled. And we'll have more energy for things like exercise, which then will help keep the weight off. So if you try it for the month, and then you find yourself struggling and going back just get in touch very in a very very short space of time I could have that cycle broken for you so if that's something you want to do but that's my tips for you and what I really want you to take away from this is just zoom out go to that future self and ask them is this habit gonna benefit me because they your future self is there they've already experienced it and they have all the advice for you okay so there we go that's my bit for you have a good one I'll speak to you soon bye-bye thanks for listening today and if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast please forward it on to them and if you want to know any more then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan at outlook.com that's j o w m y b e v a n at outlook.com and also follow me on instagram on um, Johnny Bevan, or on Facebook, I am Johnny Bevan, the Police Burnout Coach. Have a great time, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.